Hi, this is Keelan, and this is Social Distancing. Episode 17. There's nothing like old friends. Today's episode is going to feel a little different. If you know anything about me, you probably know that I'm a little fidgety. I don't sit still very well. I don't stick to one thing for very long. You know, that sort of thing. So today's conversation is going to be a little more free-flowing. Keelan is someone I've known and been friends with since we were about five years old. We grew up playing music together. He was the lead singer of our three-piece band, alongside our friend and drummer, Ryan, who you'll hear mentioned regularly throughout this show. These days, Keelan works as a lineman, fixing electrical poles in Southern Illinois. But over the past few years, we've kind of grown apart. Not intentionally, but these things kind of happen. Here is a condensed version of Old Friends Catching Up. Hello. Hey, what's up, buddy? Not a lot. How are you doing? I'm good. I uh, I legitimately don't remember the last time that I talked to you, like with voices. <laughs> I know. I don't either. Honestly, I was thinking of that earlier today. Let's see. It probably would have been like, oh, the only thing that comes to mind for me is that Christmas that... I came down to Harrisburg and we got snowed into that hotel and you came with your big ass Jeep and you and me and Ryan went to Maggie's Pizza. Do you remember that? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, that was a long time ago, like like <laughs> five or seven years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's the last time we talked, on the, uh, like voice wise. Right. Yeah, that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Oh, man, it's so funny. My mom always gives me so much shit. Yours probably does, too, knowing her. You know, our moms are like best friends now. I have actually seen your mom more in the last five years than I have seen you. I know. Your mom came to Fayetteville. She came to Arkansas with my mom once. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's so funny. My mom always gives me so much she's like i can't believe that you don't talk to keelan i'm like look i'm a busy guy keelan's a busy guy i keep up with him on social media he keeps up with me on social media uh, like that's exactly that's exactly what i tell my mom <laughs> all the time she's like she's always like have you seen what matt has been doing lately and i'm like yeah i do actually i see it all the time <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it's it's sad that that's where we've got, but that's uh, it's just kind of the way it's been yeah. recently. Yeah. How has work been for you through all of this? Is is everything kind of somewhat normal for you? Yeah, somewhat normal. Yeah, they they don't want us working with other crews and working with other you know guys at work, so we pretty much just stick with like our our three man crew. We just work together. We don't work with anyone else. So it's kind of nice. I mean, you know, we, we just do our own thing. And fortunately, we haven't had to stop working or anything because of all this. So that's been a big, big plus. And, uh, you know, you see all these other people that are getting laid off and, and not being able to work and stuff. And it just makes you appreciate, you know, the, the job, I guess, a lot more. Yeah. Are you union? Yeah. Does that help in this situation? Yeah, it probably does. I would say... 
non-union linemen and electricians and stuff are probably doing okay because you know i mean their jobs are pretty secure yeah uh, as far as you know i mean people have got to have electricity so that's a essential i guess yeah now being union i mean we had um like our union right out of the gate had a had a negotiated contract as soon as all this started happening i mean they sent it straight to our employer and said this is you know this is the deal and and they had it they had it already kind of as soon as all this started about three days or so after they started shutting things down and all that and so yeah it definitely benefited us Cadence is. I was thinking about this earlier too. She'll be nine. No, she'll, she'll be ten. Be a, she'll be eleven. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's okay. At least you didn't say like five. Well, I know, but <laughs> I remember like finding out, and I remember going and seeing her born, and I would have yeah. been. A, I was a sophomore, so that would have been. I thought twenty ten, but I guess it was two thousand nine. Yeah. Yeah. God bless. <laughs> We're so old. <laughs> I know. That's why I just told Emily. I just told Emily the other day. I said, "Do you realize in July I'm going to be 30?" Yeah. And she was like, "Yeah, I know. You're, <laughs> you're, it's, you're old." And I was like, "Yeah, I am." Like, I, I don't. I, I really just dawned on me the other day. I guess I've just been just haven't thought about it. But how is Cadence doing through all this? Like, how much of it does she grasp? How much of it does like? Is it affecting her socially? Talk about that a little bit. I really, I wouldn't think it's. I don't think it's affecting her socially. I know she misses her friends, and and she's been she's been able to hang out with like one friend, you know, that lives right down the road. And I think, uh, you know, her mom and and uh, and them have kind of talked, and they've allowed them to kind of hang out just so she's got something to do. But she actually stays with us for one whole week and then she stays with her mom for one whole week so she just rotates homes every other week so she's with each parent you know seven days at a time so that's been really helpful we've been doing that for like the past i'm going to be on going on two years but that's been really helpful and and emily's younger brother and sister are her age and they've been staying here because school's been out and their parents work they've been staying here with emily you know, when Emily's not working, they stay here and she kind of babysits. So when Cadence is here with us, then the other two kids are also here. So they get to play. And so I, I don't know. We've tried to kind of keep them on, like, keep her on a structure type. You know, we don't want to make it where it's where it sucks, you know, and she like hates waking up in the morning because <laughs> she knows that we're just going to like drill schoolwork down her face and homeschool her and all this. So we've been kind of laxed on like, she knows what kind of schoolwork she's got to get done in the day. And, and so she just does it when she wants to kind of thing. And, and it's been helpful. I've had her out like picking sticks up in the yard and I wouldn't say it's been super stressful on her. She understands, uh, you know, I've talked to her about, it. she kind of understands what's going on. And like, you know, I think she can wrap her mind around the severity of it, you know, or what it is. And, and Emily works at, at, at the hospital as a respiratory therapist. So she's like hardcore into, you know, knowing to wash your hands and keep your, you know, hands clean and wear a mask when we're in public places. And, you know, I mean, so she's pretty hardcore. And so Cadence has learned a lot just from her on that. I, I used to never wash my hands. I mean, I could go into like a gas station and use the bathroom and then just walk right out of the bathroom yeah. and go buy food. And like, I, I would never, 
<laughs> never wash my hands. And, and But now I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty anal about it. I go to work all day and I'm literally around just the guys at work. But as soon as I come home, like I don't touch nothing. I don't touch the kids, you know, and it just I go straight in to get a shower and it's just different. But I, I guess that's really how you should be, I guess. But probably closer to that than what we had previously been doing, I think. Right. I downloaded the TikTok app not too long ago. And now that is just, <laughs> I mean, I am a literal addict. Like, it's all I, that's all I want to watch. I have a secret account that isn't under my name. And all I do is post videos of my dachshund on it. And so because of that, all of my feed is all like dog TikToks. Yeah. And it's such a, it's such a relief to just scroll through and see like golden retrievers doing stupid things and dachshunds doing stupid things. I'm just like, this is exactly what I need right now. <laughs> I don't know why, but mine's full. I guess it's because, like, I, I'm into, like, just the funny stuff. It's, like, it's nothing but, like, guys that talk to themselves. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> in one frame, and then the next frame is them acting like someone else. Yeah. And talking to each other. So there's, like, I follow, like, I don't know, maybe a dozen different people, and, and they all kind of do the same thing, and some are funnier than the other. But they're hilarious. Like, I could watch them all day long. I don't know why that's so – like, one guy – just talked about nothing to himself, but it was hilarious. The only thing I really remember was when you would do the NASCAR races. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was always the go-to there for some reason. <laughs> it was like some, some effect that was on the mixer. And, you know, we'd play like four or five songs and we'd like get stuff done. And then we'd be like, Okay, we've been as productive as we're going to be. Let's right. let's uh, let's imitate a NASCAR race. <laughs> <laughs> Cadence had got a microphone. It was like a battery-powered microphone, you know, and you like talk into it, and it, you know, is like way more high-tech than like the plastic ones we had when we were kids. And this one actually was pretty good, but it had an echo volume on it, so you like adjust the echo. And I grabbed it, and I was like, "Watch this." And, so I started with like the ladies and gentlemen, start your engines. And then I did the, I did that whole, the whole thing. And in my mind, all I could think about was like all of us at like Star or at that building and us doing it and just dying laughing while we were doing. It. And then I like I I had I had my eyes closed I guess when I was doing it because I remember like looking at at Emily and Cadence and Hannah. I looked at them and they're all just staring at me like wow like why were you that into that <laughs> and i just i was thinking like you, you don't understand this was epic when i was 16 this was like the epitome of what i could do <laughs> i'm trying to remember like the greatest hits of our touring days hit and miss was always my yeah Gosh, that was so much fun. Like, just to think we got paid to do that. Yeah. Just, 
Awesome. Every time someone would call me and ask, how much do you guys charge? And I never knew what to say because I I didn't want us saying an amount of money stopping us from playing. Because honestly, we would have we would have played for like gas money. Right. At least I would have. Oh no, I think we all would have. And I think we were just like we wanted to go play places. We wanted people to like come hear us play. And if it covered the cost of us buying gas and going back home, we were fine with that. And so I never wanted to like lowball it and say, you know, just give us like twenty bucks. But I never wanted to like go too high and be like, oh oh, well, you know, we can't really afford that. Maybe not. Because I just wanted us to play. And so my go-to line was always to say, whatever you feel led to give us, we're happy to take. And most of the time that worked quite well in our favors because they're just like, oh, they're just so generous with their time and their talents, as good old Baptist ladies tend to say. And we'd right. walk out of there. We'd walk out of there with like $300. And some nights it'd be like, like, oh, well, we took up a collection and here's $35. And we're like, all right, well, that's gas home. That's fine. But most of the time it was like $300, $200, $400, you know, to play for what, 45 minutes, an hour? <laughs> I'm trying to remember where we went. We played one time and it was like, I don't remember what they gave us, but I remember we all like afterwards, we were just like, yes, like we could not believe it. Like we were just like rich, like beyond measure. And I, I cannot remember where that was. I remember them giving us a check and then you saying what we got. And then we were just like, oh my gosh i think that was the time where they like wrote a check in the name of the band and we like we got so much money that we couldn't just like sign it off to ourselves we had to legitimately open a bank account because people kept trying to write checks to the band and we're like well we don't really have a bank account they're like well you know we want to write it to the band we're like okay so like i had to go to bantera bank and open a bank account and the name of the band and like you and i were the two names on it because we were the ones who always like got handed the money like back then i wouldn't have ever thought this because i was just a young stupid kid but now i look back and i'm like oh tax purposes yeah they had to write our <laughs> name on a check for you know tax write-off yeah so, exactly makes, makes sense and, <laughs> but back then i was like what idiots yeah Let's write our name on yeah my name is matthew moore it's not that hard to write on a check hey do me a favor right now pull out your phone Open up the Apple Podcasts app and go leave a rating. It just takes a few seconds, but it really makes a difference in helping other people find the show. Don't worry, I'll wait. Got it? Cool. All right, back to the show. I am so grateful that I am old now because I did so many stupid things. And I'm just glad that social media was so much in its infancy when we were that age. Yeah. And that we didn't constantly have our phones out um, mm. recording stuff. Because imagine how much stupider <laughs> we would have been. <laughs> And it's funny because even now, like when I look at, when I get Facebook memories from 10 or 11 years ago, if it's something just like terribly embarrassing, I just delete it. Cause I'm just like, I don't want to get this same notification a year from now and like continue to just like put my hand in my face from embarrassment. I'm just going to like end this cycle now. Yeah. Anytime a memory pops up and it's like my long shaggy hair that's (laughs) flipped over, I'm always like, 
delete. Because <laughs> I know the guys at work, and it would not take too much to just be like, huh, there's Keelan 12 years ago. Yeah. Let's post this all over the <laughs> office. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I also occasionally get, usually in like January, of course, but I'll get uh, like memories or notifications from when we went down to South Carolina. Yeah, epic, epic trip. I'm sure you have bittersweet memories around that trip. It's a very memorable one. (laughs) Yeah. We were legitimately doing more or less the same thing we were doing in Illinois. Like we were playing small youth groups or we were playing in, you know, a church auditoriums. Um, but for some reason it felt so much more important to do it in South Carolina. I don't really remember why it felt so much. Well, I guess because we had to drive like nine hours (laughs) to go do it. And then we, we ended up in Knoxville somehow. Oh yeah. (laughs) And and we took some back road to get back to the interstate. We were using a Tom Tom. Yeah. (laughs) So before the days of like an iPhone and a GPS, we had just an old school GPS. it was just like a didn't know the new routes and and next thing we know it was like bringing us into Knoxville and we were <laughs> I think we had like an atlas and, and we had your uh, we had your Mac on the way there yeah. watching Family Guy yeah. and we were we remember we were driving through the hills of Tennessee pulling a U-Haul and yeah. we were in my we were in my big ass lifted yeah. Ford truck yeah <laughs> and pulling a trailer. And I'd never drove that far ever in my life. And here we are, little 18, 19 year olds. Yeah. And, and just going on a trip of our life. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a, a very memorable trip. We, we'd been down there for, I don't know, maybe a week when I got the news. I mean, we'd been down there a little while. Yeah, it was right before the last show. Yeah, that's right. The news was Keelan getting a call from his girlfriend. She was pregnant, and he was the father. He was 18 years old at the time. Yeah, and then that was a super, super long drive home. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't think we were quite as giddy in watching as much family on the way home. No, I think it was just like a... Very somber. <laughs> like I'm gonna be murdered when I get home. Like uh, I, that's all I could. Re- all, all I could think the whole time was just like my mom is literally gonna kill me when I go. But she didn't, and I'm glad. No, she didn't. They were, actually, I couldn't have asked for better, better support and that whole, that whole thing. And you know, I, I look back and I think it, it did nothing but made me grow up. You know, I no telling what I would have done. You know, when I was in my early twenties and stuff. Not that I did. Didn't do stupid stuff. I still did stupid stuff. I think back to high school and like the really the only the only close friends that I had in high school were you and Ryan. I was close to the other guys in the group, but like the two of you were really the only ones that I was super close with. And man, when I moved away from when I moved away from home and went to college, like I legitimately cut ties with pretty much everybody. And it wasn't because of them. It was really because of me. Like I was very uh, insecure about who I was and uh, like what made me me in a lot of ways. And I think a lot of people feel that. And not everyone has the the privilege that I have and had of like being able to get up and get away and kind of grow up a little bit. And I, and I realized that. And uh, when all the dust settles and everything and you kind of figure out who you are and you become confident and 
and understand who that is. You know, it's, it's fun to look back and see, you know, those glimmers of hope <laughs> and those memories of like, oh, like I was my true self, like in these moments with these people. And they saw that. And I hope that, I hope that you feel that in some ways too, that, you know, oh, yeah. whenever it was the three of us, for sure, I think we were yeah. all, we were all pretty transparent with each other as to who we were and kind of what we wanted. And, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I look, I look back and I think that honestly at that time in my life and, and when we, like when we were in South Carolina, you know, and I mean, I got the phone call that I was going to be a dad at, 18 you know gonna turn 19 and uh you know but i think back and i've thought of this before like i i don't think i would have rather been anywhere else Mm -hmm. honestly you know what i mean i mean if i would have been at home it would have just been devastating you know but i was with two best friends and i was away from home and and it just kind of i don't know i I, not that it sounds terrible like i should have been at home you know and like been there and found out and all that but i mean that age and and just yeah I think it helped and, and you guys were very supportive and I mean that, you know, so, I mean, like I said, that just shows the, the true friendships, you know, back then and what was more important. And I think it, you know, it's crazy to think of out what, where we've all came to in our lives now, you know, and, and just to see things on social media and kind of catch up and, you know, think, Hey, I wonder what he's been up to and then go look and just to see, the transition that we've all made. Gosh, you think about all the all the places that we've played that were like on semi trailers, a lawnmower trailer, or not even on a trailer, just like on the ground. Anytime I drive back home, I like will take different routes occasionally. And every time I go through a little podunk town, I just have a memory of of playing some half ass show there. <laughs> I know. The one that I always think about is Carmi. Yeah. Back there. Um, at, by that church beside the church, yeah, that was just like such a. I think there was maybe ten people there, yeah. And and you remember the big guy? Yes, <laughs> I think there's a picture of that too. I yes. think that's why I think of that all the time because there's a picture of him like screaming or something. Yeah, he was our bouncer. Because yeah. someone kept throwing a like a beach ball or something up there. Yeah, and he came right. up to the front of the stage to keep the beach ball away. We were so important. I mean, uh, such a, you know, I'm just glad we didn't fall into that young celebrity stage where we went crazy. <laughs> it would have been so easy. We were so, we I, were so on yeah. the verge. We, I mean, you could have been Justin Bieber all over again. Oh man. So funny. And I like to think of myself as like Justin Timberlake. Like I kept my cool yeah. went into movies Yeah, and you know, and then Ryan's like the one that became a super big genius yeah. <laughs> and, you know, moved far away. I like that. I can live with that. <laughs> it, uh, I just, I think they're all, they're all funny stories and there are things that anyone like during this time, I think anyone could do it, but, you know, look back on things like that or call an old friend like we did right now. You know, I mean, that just cause we haven't talked in the last, you know, seven years or whatever we figured out that how long it's been pick up the phone and call and it doesn't take much and just kind of pick up where you left off and that's i think that's the biggest key of friends friendship keelan it's been so good to catch up man yeah you too let's let's not wait till a podcast to do this again (laughs) sounds like a plan (laughs) sounds like a plan all right man well 
Good to hear from you. You have a good weekend. All right, you too, bud. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. We'll have a new episode up on Wednesday. <laughs>